Tell me if this sounds like you. You have a brilliant idea for a podcast, an idea that's refreshing in a sea of existing podcasts, but you don't know where to begin. Enter Buzzsprout. As a Buzzsprout user from my show's beginnings, I can tell you it has made podcasting easier. Buzzsprout gets your show listed on every major podcast platform, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. You get detailed analytics to see how people are listening, audio players you can drop into other websites, and more. Buzzsprout is also passionate about helping you succeed. They publish new blog posts, YouTube videos, and podcast episodes every week so you can hear from podcasters who live and breathe podcasting. To start your own podcast and get a $20 Amazon gift card, visit the link in our show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and help support our show. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. Hey everyone, Brian Antonovich here from Frayed Needle. Hope you guys enjoy the interview. Welcome to the Popner Lounge Podcast. I'm Steph Pham. Each episode, I sit down with the creative to hear their story in a casual, informative, and empathetic conversation. This week, I speak with engineer-turned-fashion designer Brian Antonovich. We talk about his line, Frey Needle, why his clothing line is so unique, and we talk about making your brand truly you. It was a really interesting conversation about chasing your passion, and even in an unpredictable and risky time, going into what you love and doing what you love with full force. You know what time it is. Sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with Brian Antonovich. Welcome to Pop Nurn Lounge. My guest today is Brian Antonovich. Brian, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. My first question is kind of an icebreaker. So mm-hmm. how would you describe the perfect pair of jeans? My perfect pair of jeans mm-hmm. are unique, one of a kind, and they're magical. You put them on. You're going to be the only one wearing them. I love and they're it. attention getters. Yes. Yeah. I've experienced it. We're going to get into your line and everything, but I want to learn more about your backstory. So in your bio, I read that growing up, your grandmother taught you a specific stitching technique. Is that what the catalyst was for you for your love of fashion, learning how to sew and making your own clothing unique? Yeah, I, yeah, my grandmother and my mom, actually, growing up, I always modified my wardrobe to my liking. And everything's hand-stitched. I don't use machines. I know everyone says it's crazy. However, it's a good look. It's like artwork. A little bit more of your story. Like many creatives, you didn't originally start in fashion in your current field. How did you view it when you were working in a different career? Was it something that you were going to transition into eventually? Or were you, was it just something that you were passionate about in addition to what you were doing? Oh, it's, it's, it's always been a passion. And I was working as a civil engineer in Boston. And I did this on the side and it five years ago, I just 
started on a pair of mine and it evolved into two pair, three pair, four pair. And I got compliments on them and it just took off from there. So I don't know, January of 2020, no, 2021, I decided I'm not doing engineering anymore. I'm going to take this. And I hooked up with Dead Horse Branding, Rick and Melissa Caballo, and it just took off from there. You talked about starting your business in January and in this crazy, unpredictable time that we're in. Mm -hmm. People would think it'd be risky to start a business because we oh, absolutely we didn't we don't know like what's going to happen and how everybody's adapting to this pandemic. Why did you choose to start Fray Needle and launch it in this unpredictable environment? Well, with everything going on, everyone's working from home. I just have the inventory, and I said I got I got to stop doing something with it. And I did. And I said, you know what, now's the time. Let's go. However, I did talk to Rick and Melissa at Dead Horse Branding and said, what do you think? And I'll say, they weren't just going to take me on. They investigated it. And now we're Great. I have a great team. If you go to my website or Instagram, Frayed Needle, you'll see Julia Baker, Jess Hampton, and Mufius, and my photographer, Duncan O'Boyle. Nailed it. And it was a big risk, though, because I left my engineering career. Right, right. Were you were you nervous at all leaving that that like stability and oh I you know I've been with this field for mm -hmm. a amount of time and then now I'm going to transition into something new were you nervous at all? It's funny because my friends and family are like, "What you're going to do that?" Yeah, no, I wasn't nervous. I just knew the way it worked. It's different and it's, it makes a magical experience. Let me just say that. I'll give you an example. I had a frayed needle party here at my house. Friends and family open, just go pick off the rack what you want to wear. And one of my buddies changed and he came down and goes, I feel like a different person. Yeah. And he did. He looked great. He changed back to his regular clothes. And one of my friends said, oh, he looks boring now. I thought that's, that's how he dressed. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just I don't know. You got to want to have the look, but it is inspiring. You're going to get attention. And what I love about what Frey Needle is built upon is that 
like you were saying that it is unique looks one of a kind yes like singular like nobody else is going to have your pieces mm-hmm. because even if you they purchase something off your line or your collection they can modify it or customize it to like them to mold them and their personality and that's yes. what I well that that's a good that's a good one there because i just sent um Tina Hendricks, Jimi Hendrix, niece, a jacket, loves it. Yes. And she's manipulating it a little bit to her, whatever. But it's awesome. Stone Senate band out of Nashville, Clint Woolsey. I sent him a pair of jeans. He's on my Instagram. He's rocking it. And I'm working with others. Travis Barker. Yeah. Um, I the the 1975 band is looking into it. Yeah. So hopefully things will progress. Now another a unique selling point that I was reading throughout Fray, ne- Fray Needle and your press kit there is a huge part of Fray Needle is the fact that you upcycle clothing. Can you explain a little bit how you do that to our listeners? Yeah, what what I do is, and I have a handful here. Everyone has jeans that they they wear however they're ripped or whatever. I can make them into something better through patching, stitching, coloring, all of that, rather than them throwing it in a bin and going nowhere with it. And I turn them into amazing pieces. If you look on the website, you'll see. Brainneedle.com. Come on. Yes. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> A question leaning off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, with upcycling, we want to avoid fast fashion and, and trends that lead to fast fashion. What do you think makes your collection or your particular uh, brand of clothing timeless to where that we kind of slow that down? Mine are, mine are everyday wear. And I have different styles. You could have leather. You could have plaid. They're just unique. You could everyday wear. Not like if you're a rock star and you're on stage and they're wearing leather pants with studs. You're not going to wear those on the street. Mine you can wear every day. And I've experienced it. They're awesome. When, like when you see somebody wear your clothing, like if you're if you're out and about and you see somebody who's wearing your clothing, how how do you react? And what's your reaction to that? It's funny because I tell them you got to have attitude and you have to have confidence to wear them because you're gonna get. I've experienced it. I've been out wearing. That's how it all started. I used to wear mine. And I'd have people stop me and say, where did you get those jeans? Those are cool. And I said, I said, 
at one point I said, I make them. And his buddy goes, I don't, I don't know that brand. And I said, no, his buddy said to him, no, he makes them. <laughs> oh my goodness. I know. And he goes, oh man, dude, you got to post those on the internet. That was four or five years ago, but I used to wear them out in public and everyone would stop me. It, it got to the point. I went to a concert concert in, in Burlington, Vermont, Grace Potter. And I wore a pair. They were on my Instagram. I had to tell my buddies, I'm sticking in the middle of you guys because I'm sick of people coming up to me saying, I love those jeans. I love wear. They're one of a kind. They're edgy. You just have to have the confidence to wear. You can't know you're wearing them. I don't. I just put them on. (laughs) 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 And it, and what, what distinguishes them is, and I'll throw this story out. You go to the prom with a blue dress on and 12 other people have the same blue dress. What do you do? Everyone's like, oh, what, what, what? Mine's, it's the same dress, but everyone has a different look. Being an individual, mine are like that. You get one of mine, you're the only one that has it. And I'm not going into the bulk manufacturing, making a hundred of the same pair. I want everyone to be an individual and just enjoy them because they're fun. They really are. Hey nerds, thank you for sticking around with us. We hope you're enjoying the episodes so far. We're always looking to improve the show, so any and all feedback you can give us is greatly appreciated. We're also constantly on the lookout for creatives to feature, so if you think you'd be perfect or know someone we should speak to, let us know. We can be reached over on our contact page at popnerdlounge.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the episode. <laughs> they, they are fun. And you know what? Um, I'll, I'll go on a little bit of a side tangent for a mm-hmm. little bit. But my friend actually sent me this video on Instagram today. And she was showing this girl who had purchased some swimwear off a very very well-known person's clothing line or swimwear Uh line and apparently this person you know charges a lot for this swimwear line Mm -hmm. and when she showed off the pieces that she got in the mail you could tell that they were cheaply made you can tell that you know you wouldn't have that for a long time it wouldn't last it wouldn't last long and you basically wasted money essentially right and that's what I love about your company is that you want these to last a long time for you to be an individual, for you to, you know, uh, you know, embrace the piece of clothing that you got. And that's what it's right. supposed to be for me in fashion. When you when you invest in a pair of jeans or when you invest in a jacket, you're going to be like, I, this is what's going to be my signature. People know me for this. Right. You know, I walk down the street or whatever. So. Right. Yes. No, that's a good point. Because here's my thing. I wear them. I'm wearing a pair. They're going to fray. 
they're going to rip, they're going to do whatever. How, but they, the more you wear them, every day they change. If you wash them 10 times a week, yeah, they're going to fade. They're going to rip, but that's the look. It all depends on how you want to do it. But the basic look, I'm saying, it's different and it rocks. They're unique. And something about their uniqueness is that you've mentioned it before, but it's caught in the attention of some talent out there and in, particularly in the music world. So. Huh. I can see like uh, how music influences your style. What rockers do you consider to be fashion icons? Oh gosh, I have a bunch. I'll tell you, um, Chris Cornell, God bless him, rocked. Um, I go back, Aerosmith, the Rolling Stones. Neil Young had a country look, but he. He nailed it back in the day. Um, Rob Zombie, I listen to him, but it goes back to my point. You can't wear his outfit. You can on the street, but it's not this. It's Mine is an everyday look. You can wear it to the nightclub. You can wear it to the restaurant. You can do this, um, but to stay on point, there's a bunch of them that have influenced me. And I'll tell you, Clint Wolseley from Stone Senate Band out of Nashville, he has a pair that I made him. He loves them. You'll see more of it. Well, we're excited to. And uh, speaking of that, I feel like every line or every collection that a designer puts out tells a story. And what story did you want to tell with this particular line that you guys launched with? You know, I was asked that recently. You know what? It, it's like art. I pick up a pair of jeans. I look at them and I say, okay, this pair, I'm going to do this, 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 and this. There's no plan. It just comes to me and I make whatever I think. And I think if I were to wear this, what would I want this pair of jeans to look like? And that's what I go with. Hmm. Love it. it. There's just what I'm getting from this conversation is there's just so much originality to yes. what you do. And that, yeah. And that, that should be more of a thing in fashion. Cause like you mentioned before, there's so much commonality, the, the yeah. prominality with like, you know, you wear you showing up to the prom in a blue dress that you thought was just for you. And then yes. all of the girls show up with the same dress. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. No one's going to have the same pair. You're going to be an individual with them. That's the beauty of it. Now, my final question for you, this has been such a fun talk. I've in, thoroughly enjoyed speaking with you, Brian, but my final question for you is what's your why for being a creative? Like why would be your reason for, you know, doing what you do? Well, based on my back, I'm an engineer. So you know how the, those people are. But I've always, like I said earlier, I just 
always changed and modified what I wore. And back in the day, my friends would be like, oh, wow, what's that? What's this? I always had a different look. And it wasn't intentional. It was just how I felt and how I wanted it. Again, back to the blue dress. <laughs> and it wasn't on purpose. It was just me. I don't know. That's how I thought it. And I have to say, my daughter, Kayla, just graduated from the Chicago School of Art Institute in fashion. Yeah, it runs in the family. And my son does custom design in Brooklyn, New York. He's here this weekend, unexpectedly, but however, he does custom jewelry. He's a jewelry designer. It runs in the family. Mm. Yeah. I love that. I love and I I love that being, you know, a part of your you and your story is just mm -hmm. that. Yeah, just continuing that lineage of custom and, and singularity and, and originality. I, I love that. Because like I said, we need more of that. We need more we need more originality in the yes. creative arts. Because everybody's trying to emulate everybody else. Right. Now that's the thing. In the times we're in now, everyone's starting to I don't know, pick their way. But don't mock anyone. Just be yourself. Look at my website. Right. Don't dress. Be an individual. You don't have to follow. You can lead. What an impactful sentence. I'm just going to leave it there. We're just going to leave it there. But Brian, I'm going to turn the floor over to you. And I'm going to let you tell our listener where they can find the website, where they can find you on social media, and how they can check out Frey Needle. Absolutely. Frayneedle.com. Check out the website. Instagram. Instagram underscore. No, sorry. Frayneedle un, underscore. And Facebook. Frayneedle. If you Google Frayneedle, you'll find it. It's on there. Well, Brian, thank you so much for taking your time out of your day to speak with me. I've had such a fun conversation, and, and I just love the, the theme of it, too. Yeah. No, this was awesome. Thank you so much. Special thanks to Brian for being this week's guest. If you want to learn more about Brian and Frayed Needle, visit the links in the show notes. Friendly reminder that you can find our episodes wherever you stream podcasts or our website at popmarinlaunch.com. Like V mentioned, if you know somebody that would be a great guest on our show or you yourself want to pitch yourself to be a guest on our show, visit the contact page on our website, popnerlounge.com. We're always looking for guests, and if you're passionate about what you do, reach out to us and you might be a guest on our show. Take it away, outro me. Popner Lounge is executive produced by Vico and Steph Pham. Vico serves as the creative director and Steph Pham serves as the editor and host. For all things Popner Lounge, visit our website at popnerlounge.com. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you tune in next time to join us for another conversation with a fellow creative. For Popner Lounge, I'm Steph Pham. <laughs>